God, isn't it? And to be in his presence is something that worship prepares our hearts, doesn't it? To be open to God's word, for God to speak to us and to church us and, and transform us. That so many times church can be dry, isn't it? And actually God doesn't want our worship to be dry. He wants living water, streams of living water to flow amongst us to give us life and purpose. And as we come closer to God in, in worship and praise and his word, we come near to that living water, that life that only God can give, that life that only God could sustain. And the psalmist, um, he knew that. We've been looking at the psalms in encounter over the past um, few weeks. And we've done numerous psalms from Psalm 1 to 141 to Psalm 23. And they carry on for the next few weeks. And we've just been learning about that heart for worship and to praise God and glorify Him. And Psalm 146 says, Praise for God's help, it's called. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, O oh my soul. Isn't that the best way you can praise God from your soul, isn't it? From your spiritual being from the depths of your heart and who you are, but to praise him. And God just doesn't want our words. He wants our praise, our worship. He wants it from the deepest parts of our souls. They might just be just words of our, our flesh, words of our, of our breath, but words of our spirit speaking out and flowing out, influencing that around us and changing that around us. As we worship, God starts to break into our, our presence, into our world into our circumstances, into everything, and God transforms and changes. And it's God's presence and God's glory that changes things. It's God's presence and glory that does the work. And it leads on from there. It says, Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, O my soul. I'll praise the Lord as long as I live, and I will sing praises to my God all my life long. Isn't that amazing, isn't it? As long as you live to the end of your days, you you praise God, even in your deathbed, you, you praise God. Even John Wesley said in his dying breath, best of all, God is with us. Amen. And he said, do not put your trust in princes and mortals in whom there is no help. When their, death, when their breath departs, they return to the earth. On that very day, their plans perish. My goodness me, we know more about that in this society than else. Who do you trust in? Do you trust in the political system? Do you trust in Boris Johnson, Donald Trump? Well, you know, all the other politicians at this time are saying numerous things about the plans for, for Britain, for Europe, for everything that's going to happen. It's sort of, it's great to have all those wonderful plans, but one day their breath will depart them and they will be no more and their plans will be no more. But in the midst of uncertainty and difficulty, even within our society, even within the, the, the political system, the challenges that we face as people, financial issues, that God is there and we can put our trust in God. And God never changes. God's always there to sustain us and to keep us and uphold us and lift us. In God we can trust. In God we can stand. In God we can hope in. And if we trust in anything else, then we're, we're going down the wrong road. If we trust in people, we're going down the wrong road. We trust in politicians, trust in institutions, trust in systems. Don't trust in them. Seek God. Ask God. If you've got issues in your life, stand to God and say, God, you give me the answer. Speak to me, God. Reveal to me through your spirit, through your word, what you want to say to me at this moment, that you might guide me. Happy are those whose help is the God of Jacob, 
whose hope is in the Lord of their God. Isn't there something happy about being simple enough just to trust in God, isn't there? You get some circumstances, you just have to trust in God, don't you? You can't trust in anything else, you can't depend on anything else. You just have to sit there and say, okay, God, what are you going to do about it? When's your spirit going to move? When are you going to change this? I'm waiting. <laughs> and it's that sense of when you do see God move, isn't it? When you see God move in your life in circumstances, there's a happiness about that. There's a joy in that when God makes a path and makes a way through circumstances and moments and what he's doing. And then we see that we should not only... God, God commands us to worship, but he's not a despot. He, he doesn't just want us to worship him because he's God up there and mighty. He wants us to know that he is worthy of that love and that praise and that glory. And he shows us his attributes. He shows us how much he wants to bless us, how, how much he loves each one of us. And even the psalmist, they didn't have a clue about Jesus Christ, about when Jesus would come. We've seen in the moment in the Gospels, of what Jesus Christ has done, that God sent his son to die for us, that God loved us so much he gave his son to die on the cross. That we might call him Father, that's incredible, isn't it? Yet even that, amongst the things that God does, of keeping the universe running, of, of blessing us, of, of bringing us food, of, of being amongst us in our communities and the things that we do, that God who is the hope, who made the heaven and earth, the sea that we, we so depend on and all that is in them, who keeps faith forever, who executes justice for the oppressed, who gives food to the hungry, the Lord that sets the prisoners free. We heard somebody else say that before as well. Jesus said those words as well that come from Isaiah also. The Lord sets the prisoner free. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord watches over the strangers. He upholds the orphan and the widow, but the way of the wicked he brings to ruin. The Lord will reign forever. Your God will sign for all generations. Praise the Lord. And to the end of the Psalms, Psalms 150, it's all about praising the Lord and glorifying God for who he is. And we praise him and give thanks to him that he is our God and our Lord and blesses us. And so we come tonight and we're going to to praise God again we're going to praise God for the ministries of Tim and for Annie and we give thanks that God has shown his mercies through the love and the hope and the joy that they've brought in their ministry and time in the church here amen and we're thankful for what all they've done for all the lives that they've touched for lives that have been transformed for lives that have been brought hope for conversations that have been had that have transformed situations for people who walk into the centre and get a, got a friendly welcome from Annie. And for the people in the church who are here because they spoke to Annie and were welcomed and blessed and, and made to feel part of that. For the young people who experience Tim's ministry, who now believe in God, who trust in him, who are being baptised, who are now living their own faith, who are going on to praise God and to, to serve God. And for those things we are thankful. But most of all we praise God. Because all things come from God and flow from God. And we praise God that each one of us can be his servant and be used for him. But we celebrate and give thanks because when we, when we lay down our lives, when we sacrifice, when we worship, when we give of ourselves. And we allow God to work through us, be it paid ministry or be it through our own service to the church. 
we want to see God move. And we want to see our community and the world be transformed in Jesus' name.